1: Get deeper insights on the news from inside sources. Almost a year after uh, Ukraine has been invaded by Russia, Ukraine has continued to thwart the Russian invasion, defying all the expectations. And many have praised uh, President Zelensky's communication skills As a key uh, reason for their success, but it's not the only reason. It's much more complicated than that. So how has President Zelensky been able to unify Ukrainians, galvanize the rest of the world against the Russian aggression from Vladimir Putin? Jessica Pinzano is an associate professor of politics at the New School for Social Research, and she's an associate of the Davis Center for Russian and Eurasian Studies at Harvard University, has a very powerful piece in Political magazine, and uh, joins us on the line. Jessica, thanks so much for jumping on with us today.
0: Hi, Boyd. It's my pleasure. Thanks for inviting me.
1: Uh, So give us some perspective. I think everyone sees uh, kind of this Churchillian... uh, things that we see of President Zelensky and his greens and fatigues and uh, speaking to the world. Uh, what Give us a little bit of behind the headlines, uh, behind the uh, the things that we tend to see on social media. Uh, what really is it that makes him tick as a leader?
0: It's a great question. Um, I can't claim to know exactly what makes him tick, right, what goes on, on inside his head. But I think one thing that we um, that it would benefit us to understand is that he has been at this project of national unity for going on about 30 years now. Um, Ukrainians have known Zelensky, at least Russian-speaking Ukrainians have known Zelensky uh, for years before Russians had ever heard the name Vladimir Putin. Um, Zelensky did you know, improv work on television, and um, specifically he and his team were engaged in a project of building Ukrainian unity in a very polarized society over a number of years before he entered politics.
1: Uh, And that's such an important thing that this was uh, this was not an instant, an instant leadership uh, session with with President Zelensky. Uh, And you actually pointed out in your piece uh, some of the things that took place right after uh, Russia's uh, annexation of Crimea back in 2014. Uh, Describe that to us a little bit.
0: That's right. So um, Zelensky and his comedy troupe had always done political satire. So they always were commenting on. The foibles of Ukrainian politicians, of Russian, uh, other kinds of Russian aggression, um, the hybrid kind as opposed to the hot kind, um, and and a lot of other topics. But in 2014, when Russia um, annexed Crimea and um, you know sent material and troops into the Donbass and his group started working really hard to um, develop a sense of Ukrainian identity that was really inclusive and could um, include not just people who were ethnically Ukrainian or who spoke Ukrainian at home, but also really reached out to people who felt like people in the capital were kind of sometimes ignoring them. Mm -hmm. People who spoke Russian at home, people who lived in um, industrial cities in the East and South. And they created a kind of way of thinking about being Ukrainian that was inclusive and really leaned into the idea that Ukrainians did not need to agree about policy to be able to work together um it's a kind of situation that in some ways americans might find very uh similar right to yeah. where uh ukrainians were a few years ago and Zelensky really offered um, a solution to that and it, it took a few years uh but he really got everyone on board and now ukrainian identity looks really different than it did a few years ago uh, i think that's... Know, with everyone really feeling love for their country
1: yeah i love that and, and uh We could take a a lesson from that and maybe we need him to tour uh, the United States so we can focus on this idea that it doesn't have to be about demonizing those that disagree with you, that there's so much that uh, that pulls us together. Uh, But you pointed out something that I I just want to kind of double down on a little bit, that that this was a Mm -hmm. lot of hard work and heavy lifting uh, beyond just being funny and having a, a comedy show. He really was going after this identity, this inclusive identity of what it means to be Ukrainian.
0: A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow the letter at com, or wherever you get your podcasts. He really was. And he, you know, we, it also bears mentioning, and this is something I don't mention in the piece, but um, the people he worked with, um, he, he sort of, His loyalty and love of country also extended to the people around him. So the people that he ended his career uh, on the stage with were many of the very same people he started his career with decades before. Um, And he sort of stayed with them and worked with them. And they uh, cultivated these ideas. One of the most important ideas that they articulated from the stage was the idea that so Ukraine is a little bit like the United States, again, in the sense that each uh, city and region is really different from from the others. And they each have their very sort of specific local identities and local, you know, civic organizations and um, the role of local business. And he and his troop, they really um, kind of elevated that. And so at the same time as the Ukrainian government was doing uh, these policies of decentralization to put more power in the hands of communities, Zelensky and his team from this stage were... Um, you know, sort of talking about all the wonderful things about different cities' accents and dialects and what the advantages of different places were. And it was very inclusive and um, really, they, they even included, you know, Russia-occupied areas in their songs when they talked about mm-hmm. Ukrainian identity and Ukrainian identities. And, and that's one of the reasons why the country arguably has been able to unify right now, because, because no one felt left out.
1: Yeah, I love that. And uh, you pointed out in his uh, 2020 uh, New Year's greeting that uh, what did he end up delivering it in five, five different languages, I think, uh, or more.
0: Well, Uh, go ahead. Yeah, he he, he gave it mainly in Ukrainian, but he spoke sentences, and this was really unprecedented for Ukrainian president. He spoke sentences in the languages Crimean Tatars. He spoke languages in, he spoke in Hungarian, which is the language that is spoken by many people in southwest of Ukraine. And he also spoke a sentence in Russian. And beyond that, he also broke down Ukrainian identities in all these different ways that are um, not traditional, right? He talked about language and ethnic identity. He also talked about, you know, Maybe you're someone who didn't watch Game of Thrones. Maybe you're someone who doesn't use plastic. You know, maybe you're someone who doesn't like to pay your taxes. He 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 helps people think about Ukraine, and he ended by saying, "You know, we're all people, right? And yeah. and we all um, we're all imperfect, but we can all care about each other."
1: Yeah, so important, and I, and I think that leads to I think where the real power seems to be emanating, at least from my perspective. And you pointed out this really powerfully that he invited the people of Ukraine to a patriotism that was not exclusive uh, to either that identity or to any kind of racial or faith based or anything else. Uh, this inclusive patriotism uh, has been a really powerful force in the country.
0: That's, that's absolutely right. And, you know, it's something we saw over this past winter when Zelensky addressed Ukrainians over social media um, during the winter holidays you know where he he did announcements for hanukkah he did announcements for um for or the different orthodox calendars he has this he talks about religion also in this same very inclusive way um and so he uh he he really it's not just the, it's not a kind of milk toast general identity it's that he really validates The fact that there are lots of different kinds of people in the country and they all have a place at the table.
1: Yeah, so important. And uh, finally, before I let you go, Jessica, uh, just looking at kind of his ability to to speak truth to power. That's kind of where you conclude. uh, But his ability to do it in a in a really unique way, I think, all the way back to the beginning where he told President Biden he didn't need a ride. (laughs) He he needed some some guns and ammunition.
0: That's right. Yeah, I mean, you know, Zelensky and I mean I did this a few years ago, inference and others have as well. And Zelensky recently used the metaphor of David and Goliath. Um, but there's also, you know, another uh another metaphor from, from the ancient world world of Diogenes and Alexander where, you know, the great military leader uh, approaches the, the cynic who says, please step out of my way. Please just get out of my way. Right. And that's what Zelensky is sort of trying to 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 make um, the Russian president do just, just leave the Ukrainians alone so they can get on with their lives.
1: Uh, Such great perspective. Jessica Pisano is an associate professor of politics at the New School for Social Research, associate uh, of the Davis Center for Russian and Eurasian Studies at Harvard University. Really powerful piece in Politico magazine. And uh, Jessica, thank you for joining us. This is such fantastic perspective. We really appreciate you spending some time with us today.
0: Great. I really appreciate the invitation. I wish the best to you and all of yours.
1: All right. Uh, We look forward to having Jessica back on the program. That is just some – her writing is so powerful and her perspective on President Zelensky. Uh, there are so many le- levels. We could unpack this for the next two hours, but uh, hopefully we'll get Jessica back on in the future to continue this conversation as we go into, sadly, what will be the beginning of the second year of this war after Russia's invasion. And I still think that President Zelensky's and the Ukrainians, because of their united patriotism that is all-encompassing, not milk toast, but all-encompassing, is the secret sauce and the secret power that enables them to maintain their freedom. All right, we'll step aside for bottom of the hour break. When we come back, Sid Tetrell is going to join us, talk about the largest STEM event for Utah girls coming up next. Stay with us. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold.